0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. What's going on, Fight Fans? It is your boy, Ike Feldman, back in the saddle. What a beautiful time to be back in the saddle. UFC 281 Fight Week. Israel Adesanya looking for revenge over Alex Pajada. I have not watched the UFC Countdown, their highest production content that they put out on their wonderful YouTube channel, but I'm extremely looking forward to that. That is a great piece of editing and just cinematic theatrics that they put together to hype up these big pay-per-views. I remember my Israeli father had zero interest in the UFC, but... When he saw one of these UFC countdown I, maybe it was prime time in the past, um but a UFC countdown show for UFC one oh one, Anderson Silva. Actually B J Penn, Kenny Florin were the headliner, but I mean I only cared about I I mean, I mostly cared about Anderson Silva moving up to face former title holder Forrest Griffin. And my father sat with us, my brother and I and he saw w- exactly why I love the sport. Just It's the most beautiful expression of anatomy, human anatomy. And after that fight with Forrest Griffin, when he put on the the Matrix-like performance, I actually joined the gym. So, yeah, I have that countdown show that I have to watch because it just it puts the fight on a whole nother level. Like, holy crap, we are here. These guys are about to throw down. Now, there's an extra caveat for me. And, again, follow me at IkeDagan everywhere, Ike com. I have business cards now. Doing big things. And don't rush your business card. If you're not exactly happy with how things are lined up. Go back. Wait a day. Wait two days. Wait a week. Go back. Check it out. Line it up. Make sure everything's not. Because I think I rushed it a little. I think. I think the front side. Maybe my image was wrong. I I thought I... Especially as the media guy, the guy that kind of prides himself in making things look pretty and presentable, I don't know. There, there's a little uh, black space at the top of my business card, so I would not win over anybody at the table of the American psycho scene where everybody's passing around business cards. Uh, they would just, they would laugh it off, and I would still think my business card is better than theirs because it is. The reason why there's an extra caveat and the reason why I have business cards that I may or may not have rushed to get developed is because your boy is returning to MSG. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world that I'm coming home. After, let the rain wash away then yesterday and- <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, the boy is back in Madison square freaking garden, yes, 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 the last the last fights that I saw in the main arena. Madison Square Garden, MSG, Penn Plaza, was UFC 217, George St. Pierre, Michael Bisbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fast forward five years. Holy moly. It's been five years. And I'm glad it's been that long because I've been able to... Really appreciate and be grateful for the gifts and the blessings that I have. And just really soak it all in. Going to really soak up the the night. Just going to enjoy myself. Totally sober. I don't know if the the last time... Yeah, no. uh, There hasn't been a time that I, I saw fights... In Barclays, or are the main arena of MSG where I was sober. So this is the first time I'm going to really, really, really soak it in. And uh, just enjoy it. Network, hobnob, reb elbows with the elites of the biz. Just very excited. My neighbor, my brother, my teammate, yeah. Maybe we train together. kicks my ass. Matt Steamroller Frivola is taking on Ottman Azatar. No, not the Assassin's Creed character. The undefeated 13 0 Ottman Azatar, who's supposed to fight Matt, I believe, UFC 257 in January of 2021, but there's some weird espionage type stuff going on in Otman's team and hotel room that forced him out of the fight and Matt took a, a short notice fight and now he is looking to to put the mitts on Otman, and I'm extremely excited for this fight. Matt's fighting basically it's a hometown fight with, with his father, the Bulldozer, his brother, the Cheese Roller, and of course Billy Q Billy Quarantillo who the last time the UFC was in Madison Square Garden Billy Q was putting on a just a remarkable fight against Shane Burgos so now Billy Q will be there to support Matt and yeah yeah it's it's pretty spectacular. I'm very excited for Matt. He's put in an immense amount of work for months and months and months. Looks like he's in the the best shape of his life. On social media, he posted that he's the lean roller, not the steam roller, and he's looking shredded. He's a powerful dude. I don't know. Maybe it's his base, maybe it's his core. He's just a very strong dude to grapple with. And uh when I had the opportunity to roll around on the Matt Sarah mats with Matt Favola, a lot of mats going on, the Matt attack. This was out of camp, and he felt extremely strong, so I can only imagine what he's feeling like during this training camp and tomorrow night to cap the preliminary card. On the UFC 281 undercard. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. Love it. Will always represent the strong Islanders. And my boy Matt is spectacular. And much respect to him, his team, and his family. Yeah, this card's got uh, a good amount of names. I was maybe a little disrespectful to it. But now that I'm seeing the undercard and... Everybody who's filling up the name, if you follow the sport, this is a pretty, pretty hefty, hefty card. And a lot of emotion is going to be on display. It just, it always starts from the main event and trickles down. The main event, there's just so much emotion with the rivalry and Israel Asanya kind of being subdued in his approach to this fight. And you can just feel it with Frankie Edgar announcing in the lead up to this uh, event that this is his last UFC fight and last MMA fight ever. You could just imagine that emotion going through Frankie Edgar's mind and everybody around him, his entire circle must be just cloud nine. You also have a a fight of the year candidate. UFC two seventy five between Yuri Prohaska and Glover Teixeira might have their money taken from them because Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier are just absolute killers who know how to put on a show. You also have the city kickboxing theme: Dan Hooker, Brad Riddell. Carlos Olberg and of course Israel Adesanya Alexander Volkanovsky is in the city doing media getting ready for his fight with Islam Makachev so you have the city kickboxing angle Molly Meatball who's just on a tear right now is facing a young phenom Local in Aaron Blanchfield, a grappling specialist. Dominic Reyes, is he going to be a Bellator fighter after this, or is he going to remain in the UFC? He faces Ryan Span, which is just going to be an absolute banger. Very excited for that. You have some local guys, Tiger Shulman's. I thought Tiger Shulman was just the name of a gym. No, it's an actual guy, and he coaches Michael Trezano and Julio Arce. They got tough fights ahead of them. It's going to be spectacular. (sighs) There's also a ton of emotion and pressure and maybe a chip on the shoulders of Carla Esparza and Zhang Weili as well. Zhang has to prove that she's not just a robot and does what her coaches tell her to do that she's just uh, a an ever evolving martial artist and that she can return to championship status Carla Esparza has just the weight of that division on her back and the weight of the MMA Twitter sphere with the performance that she put on to fall into that victory in her last fight against Rose Namajunas Um, they put that fight on the UFC's YouTube channel as a free fight. Don't watch it. It's one of the worst fights of all time. And it's uh, probably the worst championship fight of all time. Actually, nobody did anything. And Carla won it because she did. Nothing better. She did nothing better than Rose, and that's how she got the victory. (sighs) She's got to really, really, really turn it around and put on a heck of a performance. She's the underdog, and I like her in this fight to expose Whaley again with the wrestling and the pace, and, of course, just that huge backdrop of having a no-show in her last fight. I'm expecting her to get the job done. So, very excited and looking forward to what she can do. Now, let me make this clear for you guys. There's exciting fights like a Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier. There's a money fight. Like a Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. I love both of them. But then there's a third aspect to my UFC fan viewership. Pure martial arts. Now I'm tying this all back together. The fighter and the fight that drove me to sign up to my First day of martial arts training in 2009 was Anderson Silva and his fight against Forrest Griffin. Pure martial arts. I don't know what the hell he's saying in Portuguese. But even though they translate it, you can still just feel the humbleness, the modesty, the hard work, the focus, the skill, the relaxation, the playfulness that Anderson would bring into his fights. And I gravitated to that. Very much. Still gravitate to it. Very much. The main event of UFC 281 is another etch in the big stone wall of pure martial artist facing off. For example, if you're not catching exactly where I'm going, Islam Makachev, Charles Oliveira, two foreign-born fighters outside of the U.S., Islam speaks good English. Charles Oliveira doesn't speak a lick of English. Like Anderson Silva. Both tremendous martial artists. Nobody's tuning in to see them throw a chair at a press conference or wear a chinchilla or leather pants at a press conference. Nobody. They're probably wearing track suits. The craziest thing out of the two is that Charles Oliveira dyes his hair and his whole team follows suit. Those two are pure martial artists in the sense that they care about the presentation excuse me care about their craft and how it is presented another fight like that Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya too barely any trash talk in the lead up Alex Prajeda. Where Sean Strickland, forget about Sean Strickland going at Israel Adesanya at that press conference. Sean Strickland at the UFC 276. Undercard fight against Alex Pajera. You have the most dangerous offensive middleweight in Pajera at the time going against the most defensively sound middleweight in Sean Strickland. I was more excited for that than the press conference. Now, fast forward to tomorrow, November 12th. Not only is it the birthday of the UFC, November 12th, 1993 in Denver, Colorado, but it's just a pure display of martial arts skill and craftsmen putting their skill on display. Israel Adesanya is a sniper, he is a footwork maestro, he is somebody who doesn't care what you say, what you do, what you look like. He will stick to his game plan. He has shown grit, he has shown heart, but above all, he has shown skillfulness that is above all others in the UFC's middleweight division. On the other side, Alex Pereira is a former 2 division 2 weight kickboxing world champion who has not only beat Israel Adesanya twice, but he has KO'd the middle the UFC middleweight king Israel Adesanya has been extremely mum in the lead-up to this. He's shown a ton of respect for Pejeda and his weapons and what he can do. Pejeda is having fun. As Israel Adesanya says, he has bragging rights. And fun for Bahad is not like, uh, again, uh, fun for him is just a grin in a photo. He's He is stone-cold killer, and he's going to get the best and most focused Israel Sanya. Yeah. Guys, this is the new peak of mixed martial arts striking. Both men know how to get back to their feet. Both men no positions ground positions i'm sure mid level submission game paherra i'm sure he's just soaking up what his teammate is throwing at him and glover Teixeira, who is it, just a phenomenal bear of a jiu jitsu black belt they they are teammates and obviously Glover in the reverse is receiving just so much kickboxing knowledge so that that's a beautiful teammate marriage he has one of the craziest left hooks in all of combat sports the hook that caught Sean Strickland the hook that has put down so many others in his kickboxing career the hook that caught Israel Adesanya I believe gosh if if it wasn't a hook my bad if it was something else my bad Israel Asanya's game is a level up from his kickboxing career because the gloves are smaller you can be more of a sniper in MMA because of the smaller gloves a big swooping power like Pereira that is freaking That works wonders because the glove is 75% bigger. A boxing glove, a 75% or kickboxing glove is 75% bigger than an MMA glove. Actually, it depends on the weight class. If it's heavyweight, um, yes. If it's under, I think it could be maybe 67% bigger. The point is, if Pereira is just swinging at air, missing, Israel Adesanya sees a huge hole in his game. He addressed this in his fantastic sit-down interview with Luke Thomas. Beautiful interview. The best I've seen surrounding UFC 281. Israel Adesanya over and over mentioned that Alex Pereira is going to get tired. Meaning he gets him past the 7-minute, 8-minute, 9-minute, third round. Gets him deep into the fight. Israel Adesanya will have the advantage, the speed, and then he's saying the power. So, is Peherda conscious of this? Has he worked on his gas tank? I don't know. Rumor has it that he floats above 220 in the off season outside of training camp. oof, that's a big cut. He's a big boy. I understand why he was a two weight champion in kickboxing. But Israel Asanya can go. And it, it's it's a safe bet to assume that Israel Asanya will just be patient. There's nothing wrong with being patient. Put Hedda in so many traps that he wears himself out. Now, can Adesanya deal with the boom of the crowd when he's facing the biggest bully he's ever fought and lost to in his combat sports career? Can he deal with that adversity? That's the caveat that I'm paying attention to. Can he stay focused? He's one of the most focused athletes He tested the waters with Yoel Romero because he maybe wanted a little action, wanted to engage to the displeasure, excuse me, to the pleasure of the crowd. And then he did not engage for the rest of the fight. The crowd was displeased with that, but he got the win. And he said, guys, I'm in this for a long time. So, can he stay focused? Can he stay to the game plan? Can he wear out Alex Pereira before taking a shot that just sends the combat sports world on its head? If Alex Pereira knocks out Israel Adesanya and becomes the UFC middleweight champion, yes, we get the rematch. No matter what. Yes. 100%. Next summer, UFC International Fight Week. Woo! Yes. Alex Pereira would be 7 and 1. Getting a title fight in, like, the same amount of time that Surreal Ghosn got a title fight be remarkable. And, yes, the UFC did fast-track Alex Pereira to get here. Yes, their rivalry. Yes, the history that they have between them got Alex Pereira to this point. He's uh, an awful salesperson in terms of promotional use. Or is he? Where is that knockout that he has over Israel Adesanya, one of the most boisterous, brash, outspoken, confident, secure fighters on the planet? Is that piece of video where he's knocking out the last style bender? Is that so juicy to the UFC that they see the money, the writing on the wall? You bet your fucking ass it is. And I can't wait to see the UFC 281 countdown. They have to have that footage in there. So I'm about to go check it out. Guys, I love you. Again, follow me at Ike Feldman, at IkeDagon, IkeDagon.com, everything. LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I love you guys thank you for the clicks the retweets the support the downloads now my friend says he listens to everything my police officer friend P.O. Joe so this is my challenge to P.O. Joe I'm going to post this episode on Facebook if you hear this now this is about the 26th minute if you hear this text me, I heard that. Okay, Joe? You say you listen to everything. If you heard this or if you hear this, text me, I heard that or you hear it. Something, brother. I love you guys. Everybody be safe. Above all, happy Veterans Day to all the vets that serve this wonderful country that keep freedom free. I love you guys. I come from a military family. Though I am goofy and uh, at times out of control, I do have a strong foundation of discipline and hard work, which I got from my grandfather, my father, my uncle. My mother didn't serve, but she was a first responder. And just grateful and thankful to have those people help Make me the man and father and husband, brother, cousin, uncle, nephew, friend, follow, follower that I am today. So I love you guys and thank you for your service. Happy Veterans Day.